Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. Hey, we're live again. Welcome to the Side Action, episode 13 of season six. My name is Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Dalton, a.k.a. Coop. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Dalton Cooper on Instagram, at uh, Mr. Grumpy Gills on Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, we are not live from the uh, Edgebrook Studios together, but, uh, you know, That's the right. holidays, you know how that goes. So. Yeah, so where are you? Is this mom's house, dad's house? Where, where are you right now? Yeah, we're at mom's. They, uh, they left. They're okay. out uh, they're they're starting without us, unfortunately. So okay. we're gonna have to uh, go join and be merry. But uh, yeah, no, we're here to talk about football. The important things, not the family, not well, the thing. Well, I mean, I want to know. I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Everybody's wondering why you're wearing a barstool hat <laughs> instead of a side action hat. But you know, we'll have to work uh, on that. But, well, I'm uh, trying to get. I'm hoping if I can show like our marketing team that you know this is something that we should maybe look into. Yeah, my nephew did great job for marketing for like about six months and then you got disinterested but we'll, we'll pick it back up um so how was your how was your weekend you had the friendsgiving you had you know you guys you guys obviously didn't roll did you roll last night or that was just canceled this week last no we didn't do last night that was saturday night yeah and i after hamlin and eating i was i literally went to bed because i actually played golf sunday morning i got it oh yeah how was the tournament uh, yeah, it was. It's not too bad. Uh, your boy didn't play very well on the front nine. It's been a minute since I played outside and <laughs> that didn't oh, work right, out. But I did. Uh, I did hole out on hole number nine from like 130 yards out and got a birdie that way. So that won me uh, 90 bucks on the skins. So well, that's a that's a tough hole too. I played there. There's kind of some trees yeah. and stuff. That's nice. Good job. Nice work. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, the back nine played much better. I think I was only two over on the back. I think I was nine over on the front, Ooh. and I was two over on the back. So, yeah, yeah not too, not too bad. Their friendsgiving was fun. I'm trying mm. to think of. It feels like all my days have ran together here recently. I don't understand why the only done. pictures I saw from friendsgiving were with women. What's the deal? Did they not let the guys get in the picture? There was all these. Girl I don't know. Pictures. I got there late. I got there like three o'clock after golfing, so I didn't know. I, honestly, I got there at the perfect time where like everybody had already eaten, mm. so everybody was kind of out of the way, so I could just kind of go right in, get the food, be merry, yeah, sit down, you know. Maybe I want some chat. I'm gonna sit here and eat. So from that standpoint, it was perfect. I couldn't have planned it any better, honestly. But uh, right. but no, I don't know. I think they took pictures five before I got there. I assume. Okay. So well, about thirty of us, I'd say. I will tell you. I don't know if we communicated. Um, drove to Kansas City as a, as I mentioned last week. That was a perhaps an ill-advised decision. Uh, it was a fun time when it wasn't until it wasn't. So I ended up getting this disco outfit. I don't know, when, we, when did we talk? We talked, I guess I did that on Wednesday, maybe. But yeah, so I got my disco outfit for this place called Funky Town in Kansas City. It's pretty fun. You know, it's a whole disco action. You might have seen the Instagram stuff. They had a car wash thing when the song Car yeah. Wash came on. And the bubbles were going, and they had a, a cube, you know. You got Jimmy Weggs up on the cube doing his little thing. He thinks that I had these shoes. I could really slide on those things, like James Brown, so... I was doing my best. That was a fun night. Very fun night. Went to bed at three, got up too early. Uh, you know, a whole day, you know, the whole group was like arguing the whole day. I don't know. I wasn't even part of the arguments. I'm like, what's going on? I'm just going to take a nap. And then we finally got out again Saturday night and I got to ride a mechanical bull. Did you see that one? 
So it was fun. I, you know, I wasn't too bad at it. I was pretty good at it. The girl took my video, did a slow mo. I wish it was regular speed because when they started spinning me around, because it was like oh, yeah. they couldn't get me off the regular. You know, I can ride, I can ride that pony. But then when they started, they just spun me around four or five times real fast, and then they did it, and boom, I was off in like a second. So I think I last about 45, 50 seconds. Not bad. Um, hey, not bad. You know, yeah. Here shortly, so. Exactly. It was for me. And yeah. when I got up, I had to fall over again. I was too dizzy. But, you know, it was fine. <laughs> that night kind of ended a little strangely. Went to bed kind of early. Needed to drive in the morning. Thought, hey, okay, going to get out of here at 9.30, Went down to the car. Somebody broke my window, Coop. Somebody broke into the no. car. Oh, yeah. Smashed the window. The glass is all over the place. They rifled through my console. And uh, Luke and Jane saw the picture. They were like, what's with all the donut, uh, Dunkin' Donut wrappers? I keep napkins in the console just in case. You never know, right? Yeah, never like I blow your nose or something. They yeah. pulled all that stuff out, didn't steal anything. They didn't steal the car, nothing. I mean, that's they wanted to be stolen, but they just broke the stupid window. So I had to drive the whole way home <laughs> the 525 miles without a window, Coop. I'm not joking. <laughs> My face was like I went to a Bears game at a tailgate. My face was bright red. You had the heat on in the car? You had the heat on, but what, you can't stop that wind hitting you in your face. You can't put on the seat, man. That way it like, comes up, at least rides up your leg a little bit. It'll keep you warm. See, that, just, that, I did that. Yeah. And luckily, it was more like around 60, 55 most of the way. Chicago <laughs> was like 48. But I'm telling you, bro, eight plus eight hours driving like uh, that. So the car's, car's in the shop. I've got a rental. I'm not going to, you know, and so basically the price of a plane ticket, because everybody's going to see Kansas City and play the Eagles, would have been about eh, eight, six, six, eight hundred bucks. It was, it's going to cost me that on the, on the, the damage. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do, bro? So. That's tough, man. Insurance didn't help you out or nothing. Eh? They well, I have a deductible, $500 deductible, which you don't uh, think about it until yeah, it happens. That's tough. And then they, they're, they're supposed to cover the rental and it's like 20 bucks a day. I'm like, are you serious? That's not covering the rental. It's like whatever, dude. Anyway, so Kansas City, home of the car break-in, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of this loft, kind of weird area, very industrial. I can see where it's a little sketch, but mine was the only car with the window broken. Like, couldn't you break the other car so you feel better? But whatever, man. Anyway, you drive the Rolls Royce, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it it made sense on why they broke that window. Ford Fusion, you know, hybrid. That's where the rich (laughs) people, you know, they drive those things. They're discontinued, you know, coupe. Hey, the hybrid though. Oh, hybrid. Yeah. If they yeah. stole the hybrid motor, I would have felt better. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's 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 go to the shed of the week. Besides the Kansas City, you know, car breaking guy. Kansas City Mayhem. Yeah. I will I will put our first person in the shed, and that is you know your favorite coach, Brandon Staley oh. of your Los Angeles Chargers. We I'm still surprised the guy still has a job. Um, you know, a little foreshadowing, we did pick this team to win this game and cover, which they didn't. But more importantly, I don't care if they win or lost the game. That's just a pick. But after the game, did you hear how he was, like, snapping at the press when they were asking about if he's going to keep calling defensive plays? And he's like, I'm going to keep talking defensive plays. He's all pissed off. Like, this guy's ruining his career. Like, be a professional. Chill that fuck out. You, I'm sorry, radio listeners. But, like... Give me a break. Fire this dude. This guy's he's look making your your organization look bad. And I guess they just don't care. The Spanos just don't care. 
I wish I had the confidence in myself that Brandon Staley has in himself. That's yeah. all I got to say. Because he, he has more belief in himself than anybody on the planet. So maybe Mama Staley is, is gassing him up, you know, on the side or whatever. That's so, right. No, that's, that's a good pick. Uh, Rex Ryan, I think. Was it Rex Ryan that was on ESPN? was like, this guy should be coaching in Division three football. He yeah. should not be in the NFL or something like that. So, exactly. yeah, they definitely beat you to that. I, I only had three this week. Okay. So it's kind of a short week. Yeah, you're um, busy. The first – it's been a quick week, I'm telling you, my days are running together. But uh, I don't know if you remember uh, the F1 race happened last weekend. I don't I know do. if you saw the first practice session on uh, Thursday night, but they had literally – it only lasted eight minutes. So uh, it was like eight and a half minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to take Las Vegas – I'm going to take the, the F1 circuit race to the shed on the fact that they couldn't even have the track ready. They literally had a, a manhole cover that was lifted. So apparently they bolt all of these down before they do these street circuit races all right. over the country, whatever, all over the globe. Um and I, I guess during practice, one of them had, had like literally come up through the downforce <laughs> of the car, which is just that science is amazing, first of all. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that delayed, they literally shut down the practice, you know, all that. So it was a, it was a nightmare. But I did look at some of the stats. Over three hundred thousand people did attend for the weekend. It was three hundred fifteen thousand that changed. I think was the wow. exact number. Uh, they had an estimated one point two billion dollars worth of revenue generated for the city of Las Vegas. So I guess they're pretty um, happy. About you can expect them. You can expect a new casino here shortly. I'm sure. So. <laughs> I, heard, <laughs> I heard the dealers made something like seven hundred grand in tips or something on the weekend or something. That's like that. wild. That's I mean, good for them though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, heck, heck yeah. So um, and then the next, I don't know if you saw this too. I did see this the other day. So I, I put the uh, PR teams for Major League Baseball in the shed this week. Okay. Uh, so Shohei Otani came out and said that um, if any of his meetings uh, were made public or um, I guess wherever, whatever, were brought to the media or whatever, that he would use that as like leverage against the team. So it's, mm. it's not going to be in the best interest. So good luck in today's age keeping all that a secret. That's all I got to say. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's a cultural thing. I wish him the best of luck. Obviously, he's entitled to his privacy. But yeah, good luck with the MLB PR teams this week and moving forward. Yeah, so I'm going to take them to the shed. Um, and then the last person, uh, good old Jim Irsay. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, quote, I am prejudiced against because I am a rich white billionaire. And he did a, he did a uh, uh, those comments were coming from a traffic stop that he had back in 2014 that oh. he literally just did an interview in like yesterday or the day before. Okay. Uh, and he was, uh, that's literally what he cited word for word. So he, he got pulled over for a DUI or driving while intoxicated basically. Um, and he was basically saying that he was prejudiced because he's a rich white billionaire. So well, we know that's true. Jennifer saying, yeah, he shows the human value that he is. He won't pay Jonathan Taylor. He wants to save the whale over paying his own employees. He's crazy. So, he's a crazy man. <laughs> just shows it goes to show that you know sometimes NFL owners kind of show like they're in touch with reality, and then you just have Jim Mercey who is just yeah. not in touch with reality. Whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So that's why I took the shed. That's a good. That's a good shed group. Um, <laughs> so how about Club Dub? I know that he's been in. I think he was in the shed maybe maybe a week or two ago. But I'm putting him. In, I'm putting a Club Dub for at least one week. Your guy Tommy DeVito uh, finally gets. He gets his first career start win, and uh, he you know he's he's lived with, he lives with his mom. We all know this. He was sacked nine times in this game against Washington, but he played decent. 246 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. They got the win, and. I mean, I know Sam Howell might be leading the league in yardage, but he's also leading quarterbacks in, in turnovers right now. But, uh, but yeah, Tommy DeVito, come on in. We'll put you in for one week. One week only. Come on into the club dub. <laughs> nice. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, we got to uh, be like a Tommy DeVito. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. 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 
It's probably going to be short-lived, so we'll have to check on Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got so, play New uh, England. I'm sure Belichick will have something for him. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, I'm going to put the Argentinian national team, the men's national mm. soccer team. Uh, they defeated Brazil Tuesday night, uh, and it was actually the, the loss for Brazil was Brazil's first ever loss at home mm. uh, during World Cup qualifiers, which go oh. all the way back to the 1940s. So uh, pretty impressive. They beat them one nothing. Obviously, the, the soccer's most you know favorite score ever. So. Uh, you know, shout out to Argentina, and then also I'm gonna put the Broncos in club down. So wow, really? They, uh, they beat the uh, they beat the Vikings. Barely. Yeah, we took them to the shed about a month ago, and here we are. Just how it's crazy how time is this big yeah, they won some games. <laughs> so, um, you know, they've won four in a row. They are one game out of the playoffs. They beat the Vikings and the Bills the last two weeks. Those are both uh, playoff contending teams. In Kansas so, City week before that. Yeah, the week before that, and they, obviously they had the buy. So Russ is, is turning it around. He's looking more, maybe not necessarily like all the way like the Russ of old, but he's definitely looking better than last year. And I think it's really going to show the the deficit of Nathaniel Hackett because you're seeing how awful the uh, the Jets offense looks right now without Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, pretty bad. Uh, that's who's in clubbed up this week. I only had a couple. Wow, a couple. For your request, I know. Well, request, I mean. So. It's getting pretty crowded over here in Club Dub. I, mean, I can barely go <laughs> yeah. in. I have to put my party at a different venue. There's not enough bodies, or place for bodies here. So I'm just telling you. We're gonna need more wall space for photos. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so uh, going to college, you obviously did well again. Congratulations, 19 four and one on the year. I mean, how much money have you made in this thing? Like, are you a millionaire? Are you Jim Irsay now? Uh, no, God. Well, I think Jim Irsay is a billionaire. So, okay, well, you're, you're uh, on I your wish way. I wish I had some money. Yeah, you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're up, uh, what was it? I, I did it the other day. I think it was like 28 units or 29 units, one or the other. or something along those lines. So That's a lot. It's been an okay year. Yeah, I've never done this for college. It's my first year. So nice. I just quit after this year. I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to retire with whatever winning percentage that yeah, comes Yeah, write up. a book. Write a book about it. <laughs> the year. Yeah, my time on the Side Action Podcast by Dalton Cooper. So, so it's a, uh, no, it's a big rivalry so our, week this week, right? Yeah, there's only a couple of big college games. Yeah. I mean, there's rivalry week, obviously, yeah, to your point, right. for ranked matchups. Um, sorry, I want the wrong one here. <clears throat> oh, gotcha, here we go. So we have what, Ohio State-Michigan, obviously, is the game on Saturday. Um, and then Friday night, we have Oregon and Oregon State. Um, that's obviously basically, I think the winner that goes to the Pac-12 is already locked up. I think the winner of that one, I think if Oregon State beats Oregon, they go to the Pac-12 championship. Hmm. Obviously, I think Oregon is in if they win automatically. Yeah, so. because, you know, Washington did beat Oregon State, you know, but that's why yeah. they're in, right? I think the tiebreakers work out in Oregon State's favorite. Though. Okay. So, um, that's a, that should be a big game. I think, I mean, I think it's not, it's not one of my two picks, but I think Oregon right. might unfortunately take severe advantage of Oregon State. So, right. if this game was flipped at night, maybe in Oregon State, we'd say, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week we're going, uh, first week we're going with Michigan. We're going to ride with Michigan. They're minus three. It's America's team. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and keep riding America's team. Yeah, we, you know, they are Michigan against the world. I, I think the line of, the, uh, the scrimmage, line of, yeah, the line of scrimmage is going to be the big difference in this yeah. game. Um, Ohio State's defense has been better. I mean, they've kind of geared up their whole defense to basically stop Michigan's you know, physicality in their run game. And all Michigan's done the last two weeks is run the ball. So it's, mm-hmm. like, they're, it's like they're gearing up to just go run it down their throat. So um, I think that's going to work out in Michigan State, obviously being at home too. Um, and then we're going to ride with LSU. They're minus 11 okay. and a half. They're, going, they're at Texas A&M. 
Um, this is kind of Jaden Daniels' last chance to take the Heisman. Yeah. He's already kind of had a couple good games. He has. Uh, I think one more good game will really like springboard him. I think probably into the Heisman, if not, you know, at least in the conversation, since he probably won't be um, he won't be playing in a conference championship game. So he's going to no. have something to have everybody keep talking about him. So I, we're going to ride LSU, and I think they're going to they're going to really use utilize him this week. Okay. So. so for the Michigan game, just go back on that one. You don't feel like their strength of schedule matters. They've played nobody so far, really, besides Penn State, who isn't that good anyway. You just feel, hey, at home. I and mean, they, they have beaten Ohio State two in a row. So, Ryan Day, I mean, I, just, I think it's mostly yeah. the quarterback, right? The Ohio State quarterback sucks, basically. Yeah, Kyle McCord's definitely not J.J. McCarthy. <clears throat> but I also, I just, this is a different game, obviously. I mean, they, these, people, these two schools hate each other more than anything. So I just... I think just the asserting the dominance, and I think Michigan has something to prove with not having Harbaugh there. Yeah. That if they could still dominate Ohio State, then they could never use the cheating thing against them because they took their head coach away. So what are you going to say now? Exactly. So, right. Uh, I definitely think they have a point to prove. I think that if this game was at the shoe, I think this would be a giant shit show for Michigan. I mean, yeah. they're one of the oldest oldest teams in the country too. Sure. So I think that really helps in their favor as well. Okay. Nice. All right, well, let's talk about uh, NFL, recap week 11 first. Um, first of all, it was a very weird week when you look at the splits, Coop. 11-3 yeah. home teams won this, this past week. 11 out of 14. That's insane. Like, that's just, that's just crazy. But with that, you would think, well, usually the home team's probably favored, right? You would think. But the dogs kicked ass ten and four. The dogs won this week, and a lot of unders ten and four. But the reason why the dogs came through is because yes, maybe the the home team was favored, and of course they didn't cover. They won the game, but they didn't cover six of the fourteen games. We've been talking about this all season. It's like one or two, and now it's six out of fourteen games didn't you know the favorite didn't cover, which is very you know an abnormality for the most part. So split strikes back. I know, it's weird. So it didn't help us. Uh, you know, action and I, it's not like we're in counseling or anything, but we need to we need to work through through it. We've had a couple <laughs> of tough weeks. Last week is the same thing. We had two picks aligned. The Chargers were one and the Cleveland was the other. And then the other three were three were completely opposite of each other. And it was like, oh boy. Like so we went two and three. Uh we're we're starting to fall in the standings, you know, we're five and a half picks out of the money now, which is tough because we were only one and a half like three weeks ago. So we'll see if I can uh, you know, push a little harder for my picks because I did better than that. Um, but he had a good early part of the season. We'll figure it out. But anyway, out of the games themselves, we had Cleveland. We did pick that game. I, I think you liked that game too. The Browns did win out right. It was an ugly one, as we expected, 13-10, low-scoring yeah. game. But you know, the D came through. Your guy, Miles Garrett, is the man. And in the end, they just needed that field goal to get, to get there, and, and they won the game outright. Oh yeah, he's an alien, and it's a big first first win for uh, DTR. I guess we could have put him in club dub this week too. That's so right. First first win for a rookie starter. So um, shout out to our guy Tommy DeVito. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I mean, we'll we'll see what DTR turns into. Obviously, he's got a, a mobility factor just like Watson does. So obviously, he can extend plays. Um, I'm sure they'll utilize that moving forward. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this team looks like in a couple weeks. I don't know if. Is shit gonna hit the fan? You know, yeah. how long can that defense hold out? Like, are they just, 
I mean, are, are they going to be the 2000 Ravens where Miles Garrett just carries them all the way to the Super Bowl? Could you imagine? It's I mean, possible. is there a world that we're living in that that's going to happen? Yeah, the AFC's opened up, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, we did, I, I did flip. I was on Detroit. Uh, he picked the Bears. We went with the Bears, yeah. which that worked out. Barely. Week, <laughs> I mean, the Bears did everything they could to live, to lose, to give up that game. They did lose the game. It's one of those examples. They were eight point dogs on the road. They were up by, what was it, 12 points in the fourth quarter or something? Yeah, like five minutes to go. <laughs> and they end up losing the game. They were down by three, and then Fields fumbles the ball, and it's in the end zone. Thank God the guy kicked it out of the end zone. Otherwise, that wouldn't have been a cover for us. But 31-26 yeah. to 26 is the final score. Is That was a safety. So we did get that win, thank goodness. And, you know, is it good? That, you know, and this is the funny thing about that game. And I'll argue this, you know, everybody's on Brock Purdy again as MVP. Just stop that noise, please. But Justin Fields had a, a very high, almost perfect quarterback rating in this game, too. And he threw 70% completions. But, you know, you dropping the ball late in the game doesn't factor into that. So just don't give me this business about QBR. It doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, no, it was a perfect case of Eber losing the game away. Because yes. when they were up 12, all they did was run the ball, run the ball, and then they Kick tried to throw these crazy long passes on third and ten that no one is going to catch. Right. And then they did it two straight drives. And it's like, okay, so we got we, – it was it was a perfect Bears loss, honestly. Justin yes. Fields looked good. You right. know, they look calm. You know, it, it looks like the guy. It looks like something you could build with. Right. And then, okay, we're just going to blow this game so we can keep our drive capital, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> and all in all, I, think, I thought it was a great day for the Bears. They covered. They, they got a good <laughs> rehearsal. I mean, I don't know what else you can ask for. They, you can't ask you know, for anything. Yeah, Eberflus is definitely out the door, though. He's, he's out the baseball. door. He's he's so. he's already packing his bags. So. Harbaugh incoming? Question mark. Well, there's been some talk of that. He did visit Chicago. He, he was on Waddle and Sylvie, which is local AM 1000 for ESPN yeah. last week. So you never know. It's right there by the red line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Studio. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe we can see him on the red line one day. That'd be fun. Like, oh my God, you're yeah, you're the Harbaugh <laughs> guy. Yay! So the he other, seems like a red line kind of guy. He, he, yeah, he's he, a red line guy. Sure, I'm sure he takes yeah. the red line. Definitely not a blue line. Yeah, definitely not a blue line. I mean, line. the khakis, the khakis line. can go anywhere they want to go. You know, oh. khakis. <laughs> so <laughs> the other three games weren't so good, Coop. Uh, your Finns, 13.5-point favorites. Look, I was on the Raiders. I talked about it last week. I don't know what it is. It's probably Antonio Pierce, you know, like pumping up the squad. Did they, des- did they deserve to win this game? No, meaning the Raiders. They gave up, I don't know how many yards, like 500 yards. Somehow Miami only scored 20 points in this game, but AOC, you know, your guy played decent, had chances, but then threw interceptions late. So they lose the game 20 to 13. Another home, uh, home winner, but not cover for the favorite. So, uh, obviously Miami didn't come in. The Raiders cover this number. Yeah. Like to your point, I was going to say the, the Dolphins doubled the yardage of yeah. the Raiders. So <clears throat> the fact that they didn't cover, I think was almost. It almost feels like the wrong side. Like you were, if you were on Miami, it felt like the right side. So, uh, but to my point, a couple weeks ago, man, defense is coming around. Jalen Ramsey no, makes a difference. Um, but I have noticed they they definitely have to play at home uh, if they're going to be a playoff team and actually have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. They have to play at home, not even because of necessarily the weather, right. but I think to run their offense effectively, they have to be able to communicate yeah. and they have to be able to make checks and hear everybody that's going on. And I think in a Obviously, a hostile playoff environment, that's not going to go very well. So um, I think that's a big a big key for this team moving forward. But, hey, if the defense keeps playing this well, you know, the sky could be the limit. 
I heard a crazy stat, and I'm not back to the full MVP conversation, but Tyreek Hill has 40% of the first downs on this team. 40%. Yeah. So, I was going to look up his uh, MVP odds as you're I mean, speaking. As nobody gives him credit for being an MVP, possibly because <laughs> always a damn quarterback, but that dude is good. Good at football, as they say. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, we mentioned Brandon Staley earlier, so just to kind of, as I wrote in the notes, the Chargers, you know, Chargers chargered, and uh, not only did they lose the game and gave up 397 total yards, and I think it was like 27 or 26 first downs to this terrible Packers offense, but they have a chance to win and cover. A beautiful pass. Herbert, last drive. Quinton Johnson. <laughs> Just no loved it. Oh, my God. And then they don't even get the first down. The next play, it's 23-20 to 20 loss by the Chargers. There you go. Yeah. It was uh, – man, I can't believe that team. That team is just wild. <laughs> I just <clears> – <throat> I don't know what else to say other than put that man in the shed, but you already did. So, <clears throat> oh, by the way, Tyreek Hill is plus four thousand for your NFL MVP on. So it's it's a great it's a great value. It's just I don't think he's gonna win it. Maybe offensive player of the year. Oh, any offensive for sure. I, let's see, the offensive player of the year, he's plus one ten. Yeah. So he's the odds-on favorite of. Yes. So. Exactly. <clears throat> I still think he can win. Do you know who the uh, leading MVP frontrunner is right now? By the way, pop quiz. Well, I don't know, but I'm going to guess. Uh, is it – It sh- I know who it should be, but is it Jalen Hurts? It is Jalen Hurts. There you go. <clears throat> nice. Plus 250. It should be your guy. It should, should be, be. it should be our guy, Lamar Jackson. He's doing okay. very well. He's getting underrated. Or C.J. Stroud. I know that I was late to the party, but he's been great. Oh, man. Do I, not talk to me about Brock Purdy. Not you. Yeah, but... one, I think the one week you were gone, he was, uh, he was at 150 to 1. So whatever, what, plus one hundred fifty thousand or whatever. So. Yeah. Little cheddar cheese. So okay. <laughs> so anyway, next game was the Chiefs. We took the Chiefs. I said, hey, I like the Eagles. I like the Chiefs. Why do you like the Chiefs? Well, they did it off the bye. Blah blah blah. This team can't score in a second half, Coop. Three weeks in a row they haven't scored in the second half. They are averaging. The Chiefs are averaging five point five points a game in the second half. That's it. That's it. This team is not the same. Forget about Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, whatever. If the defense wasn't playing at a top five level, I think this team would be 500 or worse. I mean, I, they can't score. And MVS also drop the game-winning touchdown. He gone. But anyway, Eagles win the game outright, 21-17. I give the Eagles a lot of credit. They didn't look that great in this game, but they got the two big scores in, in the second half and. And they just bottled up, you know, everything. They, they were running – Chiefs were running the ball on the, on the um, Eagles in the first half, and then they switched to a – they were zero blitzing the hell out of uh, the Chiefs, and they couldn't they couldn't make plays. Yeah. No, they just started going man-on-man. And, just, and to your point, they, the Chiefs don't have anybody outside of Travis Kelsey. They right. double or triple peppered him. So, uh, no, I mean, the, they, they look interesting, to say the least. I mean, they have Patrick Mahomes. They have – I guess they have a chance when you have Patrick Mahomes. So, right, and the defense uh, is you know, good. The, I mean, the big difference, to your point, was the Eagles cashing in on touchdowns and not kicking field goals in the red zone. So, uh, I think that, and I think the Chiefs had one, or, they had two red zone turnovers. I well, believe. Kelsey I had the big fumble. Kelsey had the big yeah. fumble in the third quarter. I think it was that that was a bad one because that was kind of like, okay, we're gonna go in for the score, the kill shot. He fumbles and. I mean, it wasn't like he was a punk. They just punched it right out. Oh, but. that was a perfect punch. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Should um, practice that on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so, 
But uh, but no, I'm, I'm I'm worried about them in the long term. To your point, uh, their inability to run the ball too. Just I mean, because you can't do anything. Like to your, they just they can't move the football. So right. Right. it's uh that throw by the way was magical. I don't know if you like I watched the highlight, the replay of his him throwing that drop ball like a oh. hundred times. Just because like it looks so effortless when Mahomes throws that football. Like he throws 50 it like yard, fifty yard pass, five yards in the air. Yeah, just, beautiful. Thank you. So Thank you, MVS. I've got a yeah. spot on the <laughs> former flag football team if you need if you need to go somewhere. <laughs> so okay, I don't. I know that I went through. I have all your Beaver Nation picks, but I don't know your final spreads, Coop. So I know that Arizona. You had you liked Arizona. What was your final spread on that game? Do you remember? It was five. It was a push. Oh, you did get a five. Okay, so you got a push yeah. in that one. You know, this was one that I was still on. You know, I'm like, well, I like Houston. I mean, I think they're still better this team. The the yeah. the point the total or the uh, spread went down to four four and a half at close. So you got a good number to get the push. Look, Stroud wasn't great in this game, so it doesn't it hurts his MVP stuff. But this team's still playing well well enough to win this particular game. And now they got a chance to beat Jacksonville, and they they'll actually be the leader of the AFC South if they win this weekend. Yeah, no. And to your to your point, I think it just shows they're not they're winning because of CJ Stroud though not even in spite of him right. so i mean yeah he did have he had a couple turnovers i think he threw what, two interceptions or three interceptions mm-hmm. but uh, you know he's he's keeping them moving he he seems to have a really good short term memory and he's a good leader so it seems to work out well but it stinks that it was a push cuz i think arizona had a chance to kick a field goal later had a chance to cover there at the end and of course you know, i feel like we said it every week too like oh we had a chance to cover we just did so what else is there? Uh, we also, I think we had Jacksonville too. Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville, Jacksonville minus seven. Yeah, that was a good one. Did you miss uh, the ambulance coop? No, just on time. Heck yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, see, we didn't have one. We haven't had one like two or three weeks now, I think. Well, so we, we were due. It's we were the due, holidays. So. Trust me, they'll be going a lot more now. <laughs> but no, Jacksonville was a good pick. We, yeah. we took them. They throttled Tennessee. They did. Uh, we had a Calvin Ridley signing, so that's exciting for our fantasy. He's team. back. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we've been. Pretty bullish on him, you know. We've been standing pretty, pretty firm, so right. that worked out well. We took the Giants. Did you uh, take the Giants? I, I know I talked to talked him up, but yeah, no, I you talked me into him. Good. You're, to your point, seven and a half. What do we say in, in this podcast? We've you know more than seven point division <laughs> opponents. You know we take them. So, yeah. Uh, to your, you know, we talked about it earlier. Sam Howell played well, turned the ball over a little too much, and then yep. you know you know wins all that good stuff. Um, I mean, I did take San Fran. They pummeled Tampa Bay. They did. Uh, I know Tampa Bay's been kind of my darling this year, so not in that game. Uh, I knew that it was going to be a tough go. That's a, the Forty Nineers just too physical mm-hmm. for the front. The front seven of the of the Niners just annihilated the Buccaneers. I mean, Chase Young looked like an All Pro again. So yeah, when he gets to be single caught, blocked. I don't know if you caught any of that game or not, but it was just. Uh, All I know is I heard Tampa was in the red zone like two or three times late to try to get the backdoor cover and they couldn't get it in. So, I mean, I didn't pick that. I I actually, I think I picked that game in my contest, but not, you know, for the, you know. And then the other two games that we talked about is like the Rams. I I tried to get us to take the Rams. Our locks were good this week. We had Chicago, L.A. The locks were good this week. (laughs) It was plus one. It was plus one in the contest. And I'm like... That's good. They're going to win, and they ended up winning. Granted, they probably shouldn't have, and this is another situation. Seattle had a real chance late. They were 13, they're up 13 to nothing in this game. And then late in the game, they get this big play to Metcalf. They settle for a 55-yard field goal. I mean, what are you doing? Like, yeah. flubbing, the, flubbing the time like he's going to make this 55-yarder, but they end up winning they the game 17-16. Yeah, to your point. 
Yeah. And then the last one was Minnesota. I know we talked about, I know you put Denver in the club dub. I'm not as supportive as you on that. Minnesota played good. They outplayed them the whole game. They just let them get in there at the end. They hadn't gotten in the end zone until that last drive. It was all field goals for Denver. And then for me, you know, my contest and whatever, I got the, hey, missed the two-point conversion, get the cover. I mean, they obviously Denver could have done it. That ended a Minnesota's five-game win streak. So those were two hot teams playing right there. No, it's, to your point, is the it was the battle of the uh, the fire squads. Exactly. Well, let's talk about week, <laughs> let's talk about this week, Thanksgiving week, week twelve, kind of a unique week in the formatting of the of the league. But there's a lot of news that we you know, may or may not have talked about as we've talked already. Joe Burrow's out for the season. Uh, he got hurt on Thursday last week. That that as you texted me on Friday morning, there goes our Super Bowl futures, and, and yes, they are, and they won't even let me cash out my dollar fifty. It's like. Please get me. I mean, I, I put more money on it, but I'm like, please let me cash this out. I'm out of state. I'm like, they won't let me in the damn app. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's down to zero. They're like, they're taking my full. Whatever. It's all good. Uh, Pittsburgh fired Matt Canada. Thank God. Uh, it's only taken two years. Eddie Faulkner steps in, so I'm not sure if that'll make a difference or not. I don't know anything about the guy. <laughs> But anyway, he gets a shot. Um, it's in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a real good Falcon offense, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, New Orleans has got Derek Carr still in the concussion protocol. I don't know what the deal is. It's been a minute. He had a whole bye week to get better. He may miss the game. We'll see. You have to check on that. I guess Jameis would start supposedly. Um, Marshawn Lattimore is questionable. He's key to their team, so we'll talk about that later. Aaron Jones looks like he's out for tomorrow's game for Green Bay. Uh, Atlanta, you've got Desmond Ritter in there. That, that doesn't help my Atlanta handicap, but um, but you know Heineke's still hurt. For you guys, I mean, I, know, I don't know if you have Andrews on your your squad. He got hurt. You keep you know the hip drop. We should talk about that. Are you anti hip drop tackle? Oh, I mean, I, it's definitely not a good look. I feel like there's better ways to definitely go about it. But I understand like it happens so fast too that I don't know if necessarily anybody's trying to do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, but you can see so, that play. It was like, oh, that's why we don't. That should be outlawed. I'm like, are we gonna outlaw tackling now? I mean, yeah, I don't think it's seriously. great. I understand why they did the back in the day when they did the horse collar. What was his name? I think it was Roy Jones or something. It was like a, a it was like a safety for Dallas. He used to literally like grab with two hands and like jump and on the guy's back like he was riding a bull and it would just take the guy down and he tore like four ACLs that year. I understood why they you know, got rid of this. This one's like, I mean, you tackle, how are you supposed to not drop your hips? I, I'm trying to like, you tackle and then you just turn or, I mean, at some point it's impossible not to tackle a guy with, you know, getting some injuries, so. Yeah. Well, they talked to Harbaugh said that he could be back for the for the season if they mm-hmm. make a playoff run. So yeah. He's, and, and maybe uh, maybe Carmel will be on the Ravens side, you know, because they're usually one of the most hurt franchises. Maybe they'll they'll, they'll get hurt and all of a sudden they'll start winning yeah. you know, enough to get the guy back. We'll yeah. see. Uh, big shocker! I know you're shocked at this one, Coop. Joey Bosa <laughs> is hurt again, uh, doubtful with the foot. Yeah, he was crying. He was, <laughs> was a he? lot of pain. Oh. Yeah, he was in tears. Okay. Well, so I don't know if that means the season's over or what, but he's doubtful. He'll probably be back. But they're not gonna. I mean, they have to win like three games to have us pay attention to them again. So, but I think this is a big injury for San Francisco. You have the uh, Talanoa Halufanga. Not bad. Yeah, nice. There uh, you go. All right. The safety that people you know reminded of um, Troy Palomalu. He's out for the season. That's pretty big for San Francisco, I think. 
Yeah, that broadcasting school is really paying off, by the way. That was well done. <laughs> Thank God it's phonetic. Uh, Seattle, Geno Smith is, he did not practice. I hope he practiced today. He's kind of on the fence about playing tomorrow night. I think he's going to end up playing, but whether he'll be effective against San Francisco, that's more importantly. Um, what about the Jets? So who's going to start? Tim Boyle? They finally benched Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's got to be Boyle because Boyle played in the game. So I, I'm assuming it's got to be him. But I think either way, they're, I mean, they're still going to have a tough time moving the ball. I don't care who's a quarterback. I know. It's, it's crazy. Even like Aaron Rodgers were back there. I still think they'd have a hard time moving the football. Their offensive line is awful. They, they don't block they, they think they said they've had whatever the, you know, nine different line combinations this year. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah. And so. then who is going to start? Is, is Mac Jones or Zappi going to start for New England this week? Do we even know yet? I would assume Mac Jones. I would still think it's got to be Mac Jones. Until Belichick's not there anymore. Yeah. I or at least until next year, maybe. I don't know. But I, I don't see why even. Because. It's pretty clear that Bailey Zappi is not Mac Jones, and Mac Jones is not anywhere near what you call a top-tier quarterback. So it's it's, it's going to be. I mean, we have they've got the draft bowl this weekend, so that's going to be a big game for the draft. It so, is. It's big. It's big. It's huge. Monumental. <laughs> Let's go to the lines, Coop. We've got Thanksgiving games. There's three of them. First start off 11 11:30 a.m. Central. It'll be 12:30, yeah. I guess, for you. Uh, we've got the Packers at Detroit. Detroit's all the, all the way up to seven and a half point favorites, forty-seven point total. It seems a little bit big, as we've talked about many times. But uh, will the real Jordan Love please stand up? Is he gonna is he gonna play well? Is he gonna suck? I I I can't lay the number, but I I can't get behind Green Bay either. I, you know, it's one of these things. I have to pick every pick against the spread in my pool, but uh, this isn't one of my top five. Let's just put it that way. So it's Detroit or pass. No, that's fair. And I don't know if you remember, like, week four when Detroit went up to Green Bay and housed them by 14. Yeah. So, I mean, Detroit hasn't been playing well the last couple weeks, so I would right. feel comfortable getting behind them. Because, right. they, I mean, they barely beat the Bears to your point. They squeaked the Chargers out, and then they beat the, the Raiders. Uh, I think that was Josh Daniels' last game. If I'm yeah, Josh Daniels. Yep. So, <clears throat> they, uh, they haven't been playing that well. I think this is the week they get right. I think yeah. this is... I think it's probably the biggest Thanksgiving game since Barry Sanders has probably been in a Lions jersey, I would assume. So, yeah, they never win. Uh, I, I would feel comfortable. You should feel comfortable taking the Lions this week. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't see Matt LaFleur or Jordan Love you know, doing anything crazy or special to pull this one out. Yeah, and with Don Jones, I know that other guys are banged up. Uh, my guy, Reed, the wide receiver rookie, he's been really good. But he's he got hurt in practice. I don't know if you heard that. That was rough with a chest injury. But he might still yeah. play. Okay, let's move on to the Washington-Dallas game. I think I have to update this. Dallas is now up to 12.5-point favorite, buddy. So it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a runaway runaway train, 48.5-point uh, total. We know Dallas has dominated punk competition. I don't think Washington's punk competition necessarily. But, man, I don't know. Can I still back it at 12.5? I guess so. I mean, it's a division rival. We've talked about this. I don't like taking this many points, laying this many points against a division foe. But Dallas is a different animal. I have him in the top five, but I had him at the top five at 11, not 12 and a half. So I have to make a decision. Well, the best quarterback they've played in Jerry's world all year this year was Matt Stafford. Ooh. So think about it that way. I think this is too big of a number. I think yeah. I think this is finally the week that you can take advantage of the Cowboys being just housing everybody. I think the Cowboys will win the game probably, yeah. but I don't think – I think this is too big. I think 12.5 is too big. I could see 10 maybe. I think 10 would be the biggest number that I could maybe feel comfortable swallowing. Right, so, right. 
Uh, I would get behind Sam Howe. I think that, you know they've got something to prove. They're so play- like to your point, they're so frisky. They traded away t- you know half of their starting defensive line, and they had what nine, seven sacks last week. Nine. Granted, or nine, excuse me. Yeah, being, you know, granted against the uh, the Giants, mm-hmm. but you know they're still playing. They, they're, they're, you know, Ron Rivera is he even alive on the sidelines? By I don't the even way? know what he's is doing he anymore. There? Is he so. is he is, is he taking oxygen on the sideline? Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Is he riding yeah, the bike? Tell me that he's moving. Like he doesn't do anything. He just stands there. He never even moves. He doesn't talk. Nothing. He knows he's so. a dead man walking, so he decides to stand still. <laughs> so it's okay. So we'll say we're opposite, even though. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to stick to my guns. I'm just looking at my numbers. I I don't love it because it's floated. It, now it's like popular. Like not that it wasn't before, but. It's kind of like when Dallas is a 13-point favorite at home against, you know, whatever crappy team they're playing, nobody's going to take them in a contest because it's too many points, right? In this case, because it's a standalone, not standalone, but special game, everybody's like, oh, I love the Cowboys. I, I hate that situation. Well, if all the money's on the Cowboys. You can't do it. You know, I got to... Right, yeah, don't do that. Go the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think right now it's, yeah, 71% of the money's on the Cowboys. I'm like, eh, don't do it. Those are my Cowboys. Don't do it. So, <laughs> anyway, we probably won't take it in a contest because I got to actually communicate with the action. You got to put in all the picks. If you take one of the Thursday games, you got to put in the whole for, for the whole weekend. So, it's a little oh. dicey there. Anyway. Gotcha. Uh, next game, San Francisco at Seattle. It's a night game, uh, you know, 720 Central. Seattle's actually, I think, uh, San Francisco's seven and a half point favorite now. It keeps floating up. Um, I've got it. I've got it seven. On got it seven. Okay, because I think the yeah. contest line has it at seven, but the market right now is seven and a half. So oh, forty-three point total. Oh man, I can go to the market by the Seattle Seahawks right now. Yeah, seven and a half. Well, here's the thing though. Um, you know, these teams haven't played yet this year, and we know that this is still a division that's up for grabs. So it would make sense to take that. You know, especially the home home dog, seven and a half. Ridgeway's all over this game. But uh, so I guess that makes sense. It's a stay away for me because, <laughs> I, look, R- Brock Purdy, I think he stinks. I, not stinks. He doesn't stink. He's the most overrated average quarterback in the NFL. But, like, seven and a half rival game, I don't know. I just don't like Seattle right now. I just don't like the way they're playing, honestly. I can't wait for the Jim Wags podcast. With its, label, it's titled "Stay Away" by Jim Wags. Yeah, I can't wait for that. To <laughs> These out. are my top five stayaways for the week. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I know this is a podcast about picking spreads and stuff. You just stay away every week, man. I'm telling you. But no, I'm, I, I'm with. You. I like the seven and a half. I mean, yeah. That's seven number. They really know what they're doing. Yeah. I think I think San Fran's going to win the game by a touchdown. So yeah. uh, the 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 coop model has it at twenty six twenty. So that six number <laughs> uh, is frisky. Um, so, but I, like to your point, if you buy it right now, I would take Seattle seven and a half. Seven and I think half, that's yeah. a beautiful number to to put your ne- put your uh, nest egg on, if you will. Well, it's so, a good it's a good tease game, right? You tease the game down to one and a half for San Francisco. Yeah. That's what you do. It's it's begging you to do that. Um, but I just you know, or you could do Seattle up, I suppose. But I just yeah, you know. We forgot to mention the uh, the Lions. They're they're fast tracking themselves to the first seed in the NFC. By the way, so is I don't know if you've looked at the remaining schedule. For is, the there, Lions. is there somebody on the podcast that took them to win the NFC at a pretty good number? I have number? no idea. Was there somebody? Was there? Oh it's somebody, somebody in Club Dub. Was somebody in Club Dub. Oh okay, nice. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Yeah, we should put Joe Flacco on Club Dub. Damn it. Why? Ah, Why Flacco? See, this is what happens when I travel. I just forget everything. <laughs> No, I agree with you. The, the, they can definitely do it because they have an easy schedule. And the other teams, I mean, the Eagles have a murderer's row schedule. 
And San Francisco still has to play some tough games in the division. Actually, they still have to play. They've already got four losses, even. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, okay. Well, San Fran's done, in my opinion. So, or they have three <laughs> losses. Sorry, they have three. They have three. Losses. I was like, slow down a little bit. Um, all right. So let they still have to play the Eagles though at some point, right? Eagles, San Francisco still play, I believe. Yeah, I think they play. Let me see here. I got it right. Yeah, they play uh, in two weeks. They nice. play at Philly. Nice. Uh, December third. Yeah, the Eagles have a murder throw. They play, they play uh, Buffalo, then they play. You yep. said two weeks. They play Dallas, maybe, and then they play. So they have, they have Bill. They have a uh, Bills at home, Niners at home. They go to Dallas. They go to Seattle. They have the Eagles at home, and then they have the Cardinals at home, and then they finish with the Giants. So Murderers Row, it's more like a three or four game stretch, honestly. Yeah, but they already got the through Giants, the Chiefs. Eagles, you know, they already played the Chiefs. With the Giants, Cardinals, Giants yeah. again. All right, well, let's talk about the Friday game. This is your squad. You're not wearing your whatever blue, whatever you call it, candy, candy ass blue or something. Aqua. Uh, aqua? What's aqua now? Yeah, it's, it's aqua when you ass, when you want to be nice. Aqua. It's aqua. It's Friday. This is Friday special. It's a 2 p.m. Central start, which is kind of weird middle of the day. Miami at uh, the Jets. Ten point favorites. Is that where the, the total? That's right, ten, right? Yeah, ESPN's got it at nine and a half, yeah. but I've seen ten everywhere. It's else. ten. It's ten. The mark actually, the contest has it at nine and a half. Um, I'm assuming you like your fins here uh, at the ten, although it's a big number. You know the Jets and that defense, but I would probably take the Jets in the ten. I'm sorry. I know that. I know that. I know that we're talking about Tim Boyle. He sucks. I get it. This, this number was like seven and a half or eight. A couple, you know, start open much lower with Zach Wilson. I mean. Zach Wilson is not good, but he Tim Boyle is he that much worse? I I don't know. I ten points too much. I mean, it took him eleven weeks or however long. Or to, I guess it took eight weeks for them to finally actually bench Zach Wilson for him. So he can't be that great, right? No, I know he sucks. I mean, if this guy was amazing, they they would have put him out there right away, so they wouldn't look like idiots to save their jobs. I know, but so. ten points in the Jets? Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're gonna play better now that Zach's on the bench because. The bottom line is Zach sucks. So ten points at home. I know the Miami can score, but they haven't scored as much lately. The defense is better. I will take the ten points at home with the Jets. And forty-one. Is this the Mike White game? Because last year this was the game that Mike White surprised everybody. And then he started, well, it was against the Bengals, but yeah. yeah, this was like the same scenario as Mike White last year. So that's that's the only thing that I'm fearful of is that yeah, get, they're going to have somebody have the Mike White week, you know, and this will be the week that they have it. That's so. right. That's right. But outside of that, I, I don't see why the Dolphins don't win. They they know that the Bills are going to Philadelphia here next week. Yeah. Um, or is that this, this week? No, that's yeah, this week. Yeah, it's this week. So and they have a game up on the division already. So they can stretch that to a two game lead. This bad boy's going to be over before they know it. So they're trying. I think in the in the, the Dolphins locker room, I think the goal is to make that last game of the season against the Bills meaningless. Yeah. So I think this is definitely uh, you know a hammer spot for them for sure. Okay. We differ again. I feel good about it. I know they didn't play. They still played well last week. They in theory they should have covered. They got three. They were plus three in the turnover margin, or they're plus two. Beg your pardon. They're plus two in the turnover margin. Uh, so I don't think they'll play as poorly as they did last. Do you think week. the sauce is going to play good against uh, Tyreek? Uh, I mean probably, but Tyreek's still going to have a good day. I mean okay. no one can stop Tyreek. That's that's pretty apparent. I just think I don't know if the Jets offense was not. 29th or 30th or whatever that is. I would take this as the money line game. I just, they can't score. It's so annoying. But I just think that the Jets front is going to get after, you know, good old Tua. But, you know, it's okay. We can run the, well, they can probably run the ball well, 
too, right? Because yeah. Miami has been so so against the run, so that that might be another concern too. But the Jets' offensive line is just so subpar at the same right. time. Right. Just so you know, I put this game as as a five point spread, not a ten point spread. Just so you know. All right, here we go. Sunday slate, early games. You've got the the big NFC South matchup, New Orleans at uh, Atlanta. It's a pick, 42 points total. I'm on Atlanta in this spot. I'm I'm I've been against New Orleans for a lot this season. I know that you've been promoting their offense a lot, you know, with, with Kamara back, but I just don't buy into that team at all. Atlanta has sucked for the last few weeks, so their their market is depressed. They should be a you know a short favorite at home. I get it at pick. I will take it. Atlanta to win outright. I think this is the both coaches on the hot seat game. Sure. I think the loser of this game is probably going to lose their job at the end of the season because I think the winner of this game is probably going to win the division, I would assume. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I went back and forth. Like, if you're going to tell me a stay away game, this is probably the stay away game because I have no idea. We don't know what quarterback's going to play. You can be the guest on the stay away podcast. <clears throat> no, I'm going to ride or die with my Saints. I, I know I picked them to win the division. I'm going to ride with them. I think they have to win this game. Like I said, I think the winner of this game is going to win a division. Yep. Uh, you know, Atlanta's defense, they started out like the first four or five games of the season. They were like they in the top good. ten, and they've regressed a lot the last yes. couple weeks. No question. Uh, to say the least. So I, I think that defense is not as good as advertised or as it was early in the year. Um, I, Michael Thomas is out, so she's out. be the number two option now, which he's kind of been all season if you watch the Saints play. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Olave should have a good day against, uh, you know, Jesse Bates and company. So even yeah. if it's Jameis, they actually will throw the ball farther than 40 yards, which is cool. Yeah, he'll um, throw it across the field a couple them. times, making interceptions. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to complete the other team once or twice. But yep. uh, I think the run defense of the Saints will be the difference because that's obviously what, what yeah. the Falcons are going to want to do. So. I mean, don't underestimate Desmond Ritter here. I mean, let's yeah, just see. Yeah, or the – yeah. Arthur Smith needs to regrow his mustache if they're ever going to win football games. <laughs> exactly. So you heard it here, Arthur. All right, let's go with Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Pittsburgh is a short one-point favorite on the road. This total's really low, 34 and a half. Um, you know, this is a spot where I, I like Cincinnati, man. I know that we've switched the, you know, we've entered the Faulkner era of this offense, so it can only go up from here. But I think that. Pittsburgh's getting a little overrated here. I think Cincinnati, you know, we know Joe Burrow going down is going to hurt them, but they're going to give some spirited effort, right? I mean, look, they could come out and shit the bed here and look like shit, and I don't think Browning's that very that great of a quarterback, but Cincinnati's still playing for their playoff lives if they can, and Pittsburgh's still in. I know you've got Pittsburgh winning the division in the AFC now, but I'm on Cincinnati plus the one at home. This is your dead cat special. I, I took your model and ran with it. How is this not the dead cat special? Not the head, it's offensive. not a. It's not a. Right, that's an offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Right, right. Offensive coordinator edition. You didn't let me finish. That's a dead kitten one. special. Dead okay, kitten. Okay, well, that's not nearly as. That's not. That's tragic, actually. That's not even. <laughs> you know, they, they even get to live. But anyway. A dead mouse. Um, no, I, I went to Steelers this week. Okay. For some reason, the Steelers have owned the Bengals in Cincinnati. Like mm. Cincinnati has a better winning percentage when they when these two teams play in Pittsburgh yeah. versus when they actually play in Cincinnati. That's so, fair. Uh, all the way back to the Big Ben era, mm-hmm. the, he dominated Cincinnati and Cincinnati, and they've just kind of done ever that done that ever since. Um, my my kind of take on this game is: Do you think Zach Taylor for the rest of the season is coaching for his job? Like, what if the Bengals do shit the bed? Do you think that because a lot of people around Cincinnati and, and company have kind of mentioned, like, you know, I don't know if this guy can coach. You know, Joe Burrow, 
you know, covers up a lot. He's he so does. great, blah, blah, blah. So do you, do you think that Zach Taylor, if they, I mean, if they come out and shoot the bet. Say they win, like, you know, they win two out of the next, whatever, five games, and they go, you know, six or two and six to finish the season or whatever. Do you think that, uh, do you think he'd be coaching for his, for his, for his job here? Well, here's what I would say to that question. You know there's going to be, like, five other guys fired this year. Maybe six. I mean, so it's a big firing year in the NFL, I think. So who are you going to replace Zach Taylor with? I mean, you're going to bring Belichick in? Maybe. But They'd have to trade for him. You couldn't even bring him in. Okay. Trade for him. Well, but Bill could get fired, by the way. You never know. Bill could get fired. But I just – I hear what you're saying, and I agree. I actually don't think he's that great of a coach, but – it, it, it's all a matter of who we're going to replace him with. It's not like we got Sean Payton. I mean, they have the guy in the building that a lot of people believe. Could oh, be I think he's he's a great defensive coordinator, but running the squad, I don't know. I, I don't think he's playing for his job. I'd be surprised. I, in fact, would think if I was the, the, the Cincinnati GM, I would actually tank because you have no chance. If you make the playoffs, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Burrow's not coming oh, yeah, back. So <laughs> you have no chance of winning the Super Bowl. There's no point of keeping winning. I mean, I just think they have some prideful guys on the team. So, tank, get a better pick. Maybe you get a better offensive lineman. My God, like the offensive line for Cincinnati has just been a disaster for two years with Burrow um, back there. He he covers up a lot of warts, but they still have good skilled players. They probably will lose Higgins in off in the off season, but you still got the other guys available. And the defense has been really good. I don't know. I just I don't think so. But I hear what you're saying. I just don't think so. Uh, like I said, just a thought. It's a fair thought. It's a fair thought. All right, let's talk about this is the AFC South matchup, the Jacksonville Jags at uh, Houston Texans here. So you've got one-and-a-half-point uh, favorite for the Jags on the road, 48-and-a-half-point total. Uh, we know what happened down in Jacksonville. Houston took them apart. There is a lot of money uh, still coming on the, the Jags here. I don't, I don't really understand it. I, I Look, my numbers have Houston better than them quite a bit, um, and I should correct that. There's a lot of money on Houston, but the line isn't really dropping that much. It went from two to two and a half. 87% of the money is on Houston. So this is one of these situations, even though they're in my top five this week. No, they're not in my top five, but I do like Houston this week. It's fishy. This is a fishy line, Coop. Something's up. Somebody knows about some pregnant girlfriend somewhere or whatever that Stroud's. I'm not trying to talk bad about C.J. Stroud, but it's like the movie Casino. I knew what I knew when the girlfriend was on coke and the quarterback's on coke. There's something up because Houston should be favored in this game. I don't understand. They're at home. They're just as good, or if not better, than Jacksonville. One and a half point, and, and the money's on them, and the line's not moving. Something's up. Oh, that's pretty big. I, mean, I don't want to say big, but it is a. I would say it's a, a head coach mismatch, maybe. That's sure. Saying. I don't know. Steph Peterson worth more points than D'Amico Ryan's. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, no, I'm riding with the Jacks this uh, the Jacksonville this week. I, I think again, this is I think I think they're going to win this game by more than two. <laughs> I'm with I'm with the uh, I'm with the line. I, if anything, okay. I'd be what I do want to give you a touchdown. I think this is I think this is where touchdown. Jacksonville has to start separating themselves. Well, they, they have to. They understand what's in front of them. Um, but no, I just I think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. I think it's going to show. Not to say C.J. Stroud is bad. I just think that Trevor Lawrence is wow, a little more seasoned. He's got here. a little more help around him, I'd say. Definitely okay. a little better skill set. Um, and I, I think the defense will make enough plays that they will. Uh, I, I like the under here, though. This is definitely mm. going to be a low-scoring game. I could see this, like, I don't know, 2017, 2014, somewhere in that area. Interesting. So, yeah, I, 
can I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go kind of the opposite way. I think it's gonna be a Jacksonville cover, but it's gonna hit the under. I, I'm glad I, you you know you read my article on Wexpool.com and went exactly opposite of me. So we, we don't <laughs> see this game at all alike. So that's okay. And look, I want the Jags to win. I still want them to be, have the most wins on, on the season. I want to cash out, you know, whatever it is, four hundred bucks. But um, we'll see. They got to show it to me. I, I know that they beat the Titans last week, but they haven't looked great. Uh, they've looked good in London. They, and they had a couple good games post London, but they got you know house by you know KC, and then you know we'll see. Or not KC. They got house by San Francisco. We'll see. Yeah. Houston. They just took them apart last time. I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm seared in my brain. I just see this as an over game personally, but. We're going to differ. Well, we're, we're different. I can see it as a big letdown. I mean, Houston just came off the biggest win that they've had in – or no, sorry, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've been riding high for a minute. Yeah. I, just, I just don't see them continuing to – Yeah, I thought that last week was that sandwich spot, right? They played Arizona between the Bengals and Jacksonville. They were looking ahead to this game, but yeah, they still got the cover. All right, so um, Tampa against Indy. I know this is a super exciting game for you. Uh, two and a half point favorite for Indy at home. Forty-three and a half point total. This is a stinker. I don't. I don't even want to discuss much <laughs> of it. But uh, can you go? I mean, are you really going to back the Minshew Warriors there, or what? What are we doing here? Oh yeah, we're riding Minshew mania this week. They're coming off the bye. They scored ten points in Germany, so it can't get any worse than that. <laughs> um, and they're playing a Tampa team that just got embarrassed by San Fran and. Uh, I think Jacksonville last week was the second team in the last two years to win their week, uh, the game that they played after San Francisco. So, mm. like, last two years, the teams are, like, whatever, two and, what, two and, like, 24 or whatever. Get get, you know, the game after San Francisco. So okay. Jacksonville became the second team last mm. week to win after playing San Fran. So um, the Buccaneers just got done with San Fran, out in San Fran. They're playing in, in Indy again, so they're on the road again, which is never fun. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans might have a big day, but I don't think it's going to be enough for them to beat the Colts. I just I don't see it. This, this is one of those crazy ass games to where it's either going to be thirteen to ten or it's going to be like forty five to forty three. Yeah, it's like that Cleveland game that came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> literally, it's going to be yeah, or the Buccaneers, yeah, Texans game a couple weeks. So this yeah. is, this has got that game written all over. It. So okay. I would take the over here, um, just just because why not? Let's root for some crazy stuff. Yeah, let's, yeah. Why why cheer for no points? <laughs> let's get weird. You know, they're going to, uh, and I quote, show it to me, as as quoted by Jim Weggs. So. Yeah, show it, show it to yeah. me. Yeah, show them to me. Can I interest you in another humdinger? You called it the, the draft game. The uh, <laughs> the New England at the Giants. At the Giants or is the other way around? I put that wrong. Who's playing? Who's at home in this game? It's at the Giants. It's okay, New, New England at the Giants. Tommy DeVito comes home. He gets to sleep, sleep in mom's bed. Well, I mean not mom's bed, but mom's house. Uh the Wings a three-point favorite on the road, 33.5-point total. They couldn't get any lower than this one. Um, God, I hate this game, too. I, obviously, I can't back DeVito. I hate New England this year. They're the worst. So this is just a, you know, I'm going to move on to the next game kind of game. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, which run game is going to show up, I would say, is probably right. the winner of this game. I would probably back – I would say that the Patriots have more reason to mm-hmm. – Tank because they don't have the quarterback in the building, where the Giants just paid forty million dollars for a That's guy true. to stay in the building. So maybe from that perspective, they have a little less motivation to tank, or, or a little more motivation to tank, if you will. But yeah, no, this game, this is gonna be a snooze fest. I mean, yeah. this is gonna be God, just 
I feel bad for people that don't have red zone and that live in New York because they're, just, they're stuck <laughs> with the Giants again. They can't watch anything else. So, yeah, shout out to those people. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving because that's yeah. the only day you're probably going to get to enjoy this. After you so. watch the Jets lose uh, on Friday, you can watch this great game. At <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, New England are past here. I, I just can't. I'd rather not watch this game ever. Yeah, so. gag me with a wooden spoon. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. How about how about this one? This is this closes out the the early games. Carolina, Tennessee, three and a half point favorites for Tennessee, thirty seven point total. What the hell? Tennessee's laying three and a half against anybody. This team's not good. They're not good. Carolina sucks. They're the second worst team in the league. I get it, but come on, man. Like these both these teams. God, we're getting some terrible matchups here. Sorry everybody to get yeah, to get like okay, that. Right. But Jimmy Wiggs makes this game about that about three, but. I, I take the hook in this one. I, I, I reluctantly, reluctantly, but three and a half plus three and a half, I'll take it. No, I like the shade of blue better for the oh. Panthers as well. I think <laughs> that I think it's going to mesh a little better. Yeah, no, I'm with, I'm playing the hook. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why I'm picking this game. Other yeah. than that, it's going to be. Are we going to get a Derrick Henry sighting ever this year? Is he going to have any game? Can we that he runs just let Tajay Spears play then? I got him on my team. Well, let, yeah, let he him doesn't make any, It doesn't make any sense. So I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. So that's. That's something I can see happening. Maybe Derrick Henry goes crazy one last time and sure. really put the Clydesdale in the barn. I don't know, yep. but are the Panthers going to win another game this season? I mean, they do play arguably in the worst division, mm. so they might beat the Buccaneers again or something. I don't know. It's rough. I, I did think they were better than this. I mean, that's another guy, Frank Wright, probably a one and done guy. I mean, that's just rough. Is he? I was going to say, do Everybody you think David Tepper's? Yeah, Everybody's saying say, that. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but we'll the thing see. is, is the owner is the one that wanted to take Bryce Young instead of C.J. Stroud, so. Whatever. Yeah. Let's go to the late games, Coop. Maybe some better games, hopefully. Uh, we've got the start off with the Rams at Arizona. This game's a pick, 44.5 point total. Look, I know you love Kyler Murray. You're like, I'm surprised you're not wearing his jersey today. But <laughs> I'm on the Rams, dude. I, I don't understand. As a pick, I mean, Arizona, maybe they've shown some more life, frisky as you will, when uh, Kyler came back. But I don't think this team's that good. And the Rams, not, they're not great either, but. I think they're going to win this game outright. Pick, I'm glad that they, they aren't laying any points here for sure, but in the contest, it's still a pick, so I'm going to take the Rams. And I, I'm against you here. I'm, I'm right of course you are. You love Kyler yeah. Murray. You, you have this, yeah. this well, like, crush. Yeah, well, he's 1-0-1 ATS since he's came back from the ACLs. So. Yep. Um, how can you not play the hot hand here? I mean, Super come on, hot. I'm taking a book right out of the Jim Wake's book. You know, I'm taking a page right out of it. Come on. We're going to ride the hot hand here, Coach. Sure, so, sure. No, I think I think the mobility, again, of Kyler Murray is going to be the difference in this game. Okay. Arizona's defense is actually much better than, than than the Rams, in my opinion. I mean, the Rams have Aaron Donald, but Isaiah Simmons does a really good job of covering Kyron Williams, who was supposed to come back from IR this week. Right. Uh, but the but I guess the Cardinals, their Achilles heel is their run defense. So yes. if Kyron Williams you know, does get going, that, that can kind of build your theory. But Thanks for I think Kyler Murray makes one or two plays at the end here, and I think they come away with the win. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Look at this. We've, you've got plenty of picks to choose from this week in your Beaver Nation. There's like six of them that we differ. How about Cleveland at Denver? Uh, this is two-and-a-half point favorite. Actually, I think it might have gone down. It's down uh, to a point-and-a-half now. Yeah, so that one I don't like as much, but it was two and a half. Now it's down to one and a half because you know what? People are smart. They're betting Cleveland. Um, you know, at Denver, Denver's had this role. Oh, they've won four games in a row. You put them in the club dub and everything. I don't. I think they're kind of pretenders. I know that they're playing better. I'm, I'm happy they're playing better. I, you know, was 
surprising to me. I picked them to be much better on this season. But Cleveland's defense, we all know about this. I want to keep repeating it. They're awesome. So unless DTR turns the ball over six times, Denver's really benefited from turnovers. I mean, that's what they've had. Like, I think it's four games in a row. They've had three turnovers or more, uh, or differential plus three. So I just can't see that continuing. You're giving me – I like two and a half a lot better than one and a half, but I will put Cleveland in this, uh, take the plus one and a half, and, and get another win for Cleveland. No, I think the I think the Broncos are going to continue to ride, man. Of course I you do. are. They think they're at home. They're cooking, man. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Don't get yeah. me wrong. This is going to oh, be yeah. an ugly game. This is going to be really ugly. Another great color matchup, by the way. Yeah. Um, these two teams always get together. It's always a great color matchup. But uh, <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm with the I'm riding with the Broncos. I think he's cooking. Russ is going to continue to cook. I think they're going to run the ball well. There's a huge coaching mismatch in this game that no one is paying attention to. I mean, I like him and Stefanski. Don't get me wrong, but he is not Sean Payton. Um, and I think that's going to be a big difference. I think this is a coaching mismatch. Okay. So, you think they're going to run? The on the, they're going to run on Cleveland? Yeah, I think they'll be. A, I don't know if they're going to run the ball, but they've got a big quarterback advantage. They've got a big head coach advantage, hmm. and they're playing like I said at home. I'll take it. I think they can win by a field goal for sure. Okay. So, yeah. There's another one you can chalk it up. Russ can still run. Yeah, Russ can still move around. I mean, the Baltimore gave this team fits. So, I mean, obviously there's no. Lamar Jackson out there, but yeah. if he's mobile enough, Joe Burrow has given them fits before. You know, other mobile quarterbacks. I mean, Dobbs is Dobbs is moderately mobile. Last week, I mean, they they should have won the game. I, I mean, they dominated the game. They just turned the ball over. I mean, if they, what's his name? Madison doesn't fumble that ball. They go up by like two scores. That game's yeah. over. You know, and Minnesota's defense isn't as good as Cleveland's. So that's why I'm a little surprised, especially when it came out of two and a half. I'm like, are we saying that Minnesota is actually? You know, better or the same as Cleveland? No. So now the market corrected it. One and a half is pro- pro- proper because Cleveland's a better team. But all right, so Chiefs against the Raiders. Uh, this is down to eight and a half, nine somewhere in the market. Forty-three point total. This is a line I don't understand. Explain me why the Chiefs are favored by over anybody by nine points. This defense is good. I get that. Their offense can't score. So. And the Raiders have scored under 20, like kept games under 20 most of the year. So I'm all over the Raiders yeah. here. This is my, this is the, this is the, you know, what, the coop lock of the week. I, I'm all over the Raiders plus, it's eight and a half in the contest. I loved it plus nine better, but eight and a half. I would say the biggest reason probably why is because the Eagle or the, the Chiefs cannot play any worse than what they did on Monday night in the second half. So maybe they're, and Andy Reid coming off a bye, you would expect a lot more to your point. I know I you did. said that earlier, but you would expect a lot more. From his side of the ball, when it comes to that, but I, I, I again, I'm against you. I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs, man. Chiefs. They, 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 you know, they have to. They got to keep pace. If this team doesn't play at Arrowhead in the playoffs, I think they're gonna obviously. And I always forget this stat. I don't know if you guys either, but Patrick Mahomes never played an AFC Championship game outside of Arrowhead. I don't know if you've ever realized that. I know that. that. I've, I've been watching football. He's never played outside of Arrowhead. This is the first year it's going to happen, and this is the first year they're going to lose. I mean. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this to you. Chiefs aren't gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm just putting it to you. Sorry. I know I'm, I'm crushing your spirit, but they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. They they can't win the Super Bowl with these wide receivers. There's no way. There's no way. And they don't run the ball enough to do it. Wait, cause if the if the Super Bowl was won on wide receiver play, the Dolphins would be a lock. What are we talking about here? Yeah, but the, I don't Super care Bowl who winning Mahomes... losing comes down to the quarterback play, which they have the Casey best quarterback in the league. the league in drops, dude. They 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 had more drops in the first. Ten games the season they did all last year. This team stinks. With take Kelsey off this team, 
they won't even get a first down. I don't understand it. Like they're not going to win games nine to nothing in the in the playoffs. They may get to the Super Bowl, and this is where I'm backing out. I mean, I don't want Brock Purdy to win a Super Bowl. Everything's going to be the greatest ever. San Francisco's going to beat this team. We already know that the Eagles can beat this team. I mean, hell, I think Dallas can beat this goddamn team. And there's like three teams on the. They are Detroit beat them this year. There's four teams yeah. in the NFC that can beat this team. I, I mean, I don't think Baltimore can, is not going to lose. They're going to beat this team this year. I just, I like Patrick Mahomes. He's my guy. He's my homies. But come on, dude. <laughs> they're not good. I'm not saying the Raiders are going to yeah. win the game, but that's too many points. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I just, I think this is this is the best. <laughs> I mean, the Chiefs are probably the most pissed off team in the league right now, too. They they can't play any worse. They have to be motivated. Like to your point, they lead the league in drops. So that just tells me that if somebody could just hang, hang on to the damn ball. They would be a quote unquote good football team according to the Wegs Power Index. So I think I don't think you should sell your KC stock just yet. It sounds like you did, so I'll buy it all up. You know, I hate the Chiefs as much as the next guy, but I think I'd be ignorant. Oh, and I don't hate the Chiefs. I just it's sad. It's really sad when you have a defense that is playing at an elite level, and your offense can't do it. I mean, I've lived through it my whole life in with the Bears. I mean, with your Cleveland fan number, whatever. Cincinnati might be different, but like. Come on, dude. Like, it's hard to watch this team. I'm like, oh, my God. Remember when they were so great on offense? Could you so. imagine if they had Tyreek Hill on that offense? Yeah, if imagine. Just, could you imagine how good they'd oh. – oh. Oh, wait. They let him go. Oh, yeah, All right, that's what I was Well, we're opposite again. That's fine. Uh, you take the Chiefs. I'll take the Raiders. We'll talk next week. It's fine. How yeah, about Buffalo at Philly? Uh, this game is actually – Philly is – is it three still? Yeah, it's three. Buffalo. Yeah, it's three. Three and a half. Is it three and a half? Three and a half on my end. Oh, you're you're seeing three and a half. I'm seeing three. It is three and a half at circa. You know, I hate the hook, but um, I'll put three and a half in here. I still think the Eagles are better. I wrote in the article that I think the Eagles are going to win this game outright, and they're going to beat they're going to beat up on the poor Bills that have to win. I get it. You're going to ask me who needs to win better, or who has to win more, or who has to lose. Look, the Eagles. <laughs> are going to start losing games at some point because they're not a one... They, they really should have lost three games this year at least. But this isn't the game. The, the Buffalo Bills defense is not good. They're not good. Three and a half, I hate, the, I hate that line, but I'll take it. Come on. You got this, Jalen Hurts. Cover this three and a half for me. Yeah, I think it's A.J. Brown the Bills are going to have to worry about. I think that's going to be the big difference in the game. It's going to be A.J. Brown. He has eight yards left. Banged up secondary. He's going to have to have a big game, I think, for the Eagles to win. Uh, with that being said, I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bills. Give me the three and a half. Give me the hook. I think they're going to win the game outright. I don't think wow, it's going to really? I would go Bills money line. <laughs> uh, I think right now is when you buy. You have to buy in on the Bills. If they're going to win, it's going to be now. and it's going to, They're going to ride it the rest of the season if they're going to win this game. So... Uh, I'm, right, I'm with the, the Bills. I think Josh. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's going to make a play. I think that you know the Eagles are coming off that big emotional win in Kansas City. Um, great. I don't think they're going to sleepwalk, but just it's a quick turnaround. You know, there's been a lot of negativity in Buffalo. A lot of that can go away if they get up the Eagles and beat them. A lot of that negative noise will go away for Buffalo. All the Stephon Diggs talk, all that stuff will go away for a minute right. if they beat the Bill or if they beat the Eagles. And I think. The, the Bills have really focused on that. I think they've okay. got a lot of the noise that they need to internalize it. And I think it's going to help focus this team, and they're going to play probably their best game of the season, I hope. So. What's what's Buffalo's Achilles heel on defense? Well, everything right now. Yeah. They can't stop right. anybody. But what, what happened when the Bengals beat them last year in the playoffs? They just pummeled them on the ground. That's what the Eagles are going to do. 
just going to run it down their throat. And they're going to throw deep to A.J. Brown. I mean, look, three and a half sucks. But anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We've got like eight games that we're opposite. I like this. This is better. All right, Sunday night football. What about Baltimore at the Chargers? Three and a half points favorites on the road. 47-point total. This is the worst spot. Do it on three. Yeah, do you want to do it on three? You just want to reveal our picks on three? You just want to do one, two, three? Well, I know, you already, I know you're taking the Chargers, so it's fine. I mean, I can't back <laughs> the Chargers. There's no way I can back the Chargers. So it's Baltimore pass, but I'm not going to touch this game at all. No, you don't like it? See, I like the Ravens here, and I, there's yeah. a couple different reasons why. Because so, they're better? Uh, no, the, <laughs> the biggest one, I think the biggest one is going to be Joey Bosa not being there. When Joey Bosa doesn't play on this Chargers defense, their run defense is atrocious. So, King Mitchell's going to have a big day. Gus Edwards, you know, Justice Hill, all the all, everybody that plays running back for the Ravens is probably going to have a good day, including Lamar Jackson. So, uh, I think this, <laughs> to your point, Staley at the, uh, at the podium, I think there's, there's a lot of pressure, and he, I don't think he's dealing with it very well. And <clears throat> I think when you don't handle pressure well, you can really lose the locker room. And I think some of the guys are really starting to pick up on that. Um, and I, I don't think that's going to be a big issue. And it's probably eventually going to come to head. And I think this is probably the, best, the most talented team they've played all year. Um, and, yeah, the Ravens can, are going to separate themselves. This is, this is the spot where, you know, Joe Burrow just got hurt. There's a lot of, you know, basically their biggest competition just lost their best player. So, right. I think this is the time when they take advantage. I like the Ravens here. They're probably going to wear black. At least I hope Ooh, they do. Yeah. Well, no, they're not, nah, they're not no. home. They're not going to wear black. Never mind. Yeah, Strike that for the record. Look, I, I like Baltimore in the game. I just you know, don't like the hook. But I, I think it's the Chargers are a much better team when they're the dog. It's just simple. They, they never play well as a favorite, and they're at home. I think it's very likely that the Chargers, I talked about this after the Minnesota game when they shouldn't have won, they should get up on the season. This game's over. The season's over, bro. I mean, like, they can... They can they can win out and make the playoffs, no question. It could start here, but I don't trust that team at all. So yeah, Baltimore's right side for sure. I just hate the hook. How about can I introduce you in the last hook of the of the of the week? Yeah. They've got the the you know, the Bears at the Mighty Vikings, three and a half point favorites at home for Minnesota, forty three point total. Let me start again. I hate hooks with division games. This is over and over and over again. Uh, Minnesota's a better team, no question. I'm all about Minnesota. They're going to make the playoffs. I, you know. Are they? Oh, yeah. There's no question. Oh. Look at the NFC. It sucks. Oh. Let's okay. Talk. Well, who's going to make the playoffs in the NFC? Simple, right? Detroit, the Eagles, San Francisco, somebody from the AFC or NFC South. You know, obviously, you're going to get Dallas in there. There's two more teams. Seattle, likely, yeah, Seattle. and one other team. Who was the other team? It's not going to be the Giants. It's not going to be Washington. They stink. It's not going to be the Bears. It's not going to be Green Bay. It's not. Gonna, you like the Saints and you like the Saints and Falcons, I guess. I guess, I, yeah. I'd, I'd rather pick the Falcons than the Vikings. I think, even though they just played not that long ago with the Vikings. Did the Vikings beat so. them? Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, the Josh, yeah, the Josh. That was the miracle game, right? That's, that the, that's the, the, uh, the Dobbs special. So I look. I just think that the Vikings, the underrated part of the team that people they were talking about it the other night. Brian Flores has changed this defense. He does cra- yeah. crazy defenses. I kept seeing it. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But it did keep the Broncos out of the end zone multiple times. Uh, I don't think the personnel is great. But look, three and a half can't do it with Minnesota. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I think Minnesota will win the game. Three and a half. God, it makes me feel squeamish. Uh, it just opens the back door cover, so it's it's not necessarily a 
stay away game per se. Gun to my head, I would take the Bears here, but I think in my, if, I know most of my buddies don't listen to this. I'm taking Minnesota because everybody on the goddamn pool, pool takes the Bears every week. It's hilarious. So I just go opposite every time. I'm, I'm with you. I love the hook here. I like the Bears again. I, the one thing I really thought about too is that the the Bears defense I think will be almost most equipped defense to handle Josh Dobbs just because they play against Justin Fields every day in practice. That's true. I think that Josh Dobbs might be I don't know if he's the poor man version or the rich man version of Justin Fields. Only time will tell. But he's the smarter um, version of Doug. Justin yeah, well, I'll give you that. that. Yeah, he's definitely the, the, the more educated version right. or the smarter version of Justin Fields. But I, and I think that plays in the Bears' hands. They probably do lose the game, but I think they are going to cover. Um, I, just because there's no reason for Chicago to win at this point. Right. But uh, but no, I'm with you. I'm with the hook. I hate the hook here. I I, I love the Bears last week. I like them again this week. Um, are you becoming a Chicago just, Bears fan? Yeah, maybe. You know, my Justin Fields. You know, we were hanging out down in his apartment down there, and you know where he lives, and where he lives, having a good time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I, I think the Bears do cover this week. Uh, I hope it doesn't get ugly because we're gonna look like complete jackasses on this podcast. So, but that wouldn't be anything out of the ordinary. So, well, I will say, last year it was a different team when Minnesota was, you know, winning all these games by one score. The Bears weren't very good, but they they really should have won the game and turned it. It was a freak uh, turnover late that that allowed Minnesota to win the game, and I think they, they the Bears might have covered that number. But I just you know these teams aren't that far off from each other, even though Minnesota's been winning more. I just like I like their scheme better, and and Dobbs he threw a lot of play, balls last week that should have been picked, no question. He had a, he did have some picks, or had a pick, but. He's not throwing great balls. He still doesn't know the offense 100%. So I think what's going to happen is very similar to last week. The Bears are probably leading at the half or playing a really good first half, so bet I'm on the first half. Second half, Minnesota will come back, win by a field goal, don't cut. Then they don't cover. Mark my words. There will be a TJ – within the first 15 plays in Minnesota, there will be a TJ Hawkinson in-breaking route over the middle. They love <laughs> – I swear to God, every Vikings game I've watched since he's been there – since Josh Dobbs has been playing, they run that play like at least three times a game. And, and it should have been picked off twice last week. And I was like, oh, my God, they ran that same exact play, right? And he threw the exact same spot. It's just like, man, I, I don't – maybe he learned the playbook so well because it's only five pages. I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe there's some – Well, I mean, you don't, you can't blame him. He's their best receiver right now. I mean, Addison's been okay for the first few weeks, but he hasn't gotten the ball. You know, I don't know what's going on with Justin Jefferson. He's – they're, they're going to – I guess they have he a bye week. He doesn't want to play. They have a bye week next week, but here's the thing: they're gonna they, they have a good chance to make the playoffs. I mean, I'm like, I know they're gonna force them to come back early, but he knows they're not gonna make the playoffs, Wags. Oh, he bro. knows they are. He knows. They're gonna make the playoffs, man. He knows they're not gonna make the playoffs. They will make the playoffs, and then you'll still be watching there with those cool gigantic sunglasses on the sideline, like. <laughs> anyway, let's go over my top five. I think they're gonna roll out the Cardinals for the playoffs so soon. <laughs> oh my God! I, I actually did say they were a playoff team early in the year. I know. You're Kyler Murray love. Okay, to my top five, Dallas minus the 12, even though it's 12 and a half now in the market. Uh, the Raiders plus eight and a half against the Chiefs. I like the, the Atlanta with the pick, the Rams with the pick, and Cleveland plus one and a half. I know you're against all those picks, which is great. So then you've got... I've got uh, Arizona with the pick. I've yep. got Pittsburgh minus one. I've got Indy minus two and a half, and I've got Chicago at plus three and a half. You have an opportunity to switch that since you, you know, went against me in every single pick, but that's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Coop, happy no. Thanksgiving to you and your family. I'm, I'm glad you're back home. I get to go to mom's tomorrow. 
in the nice. rental car. Uh, and uh, it'll nice. be fun. And then, um, you know, I'm going to take it easy most of the weekend, do, you know, have a couple dates, just why not? Just a couple, use, might as well use oh, the wow. time effectively. And then, um, I don't know, no no turkey bowl for me. Are you, you guys play turkey bowl before the, the big dinner? Uh, I have no idea. That's a great question. Probably not, I would say. It's, you know, I don't know if we got enough people to play turkey bowl, to be honest. But, Four uh, years ago, I got my, my hamstring completely torn. Uh, not all the way across, but partially torn on a, in the final play of the turkey bowl. So oh, that doesn't no. happen anyway, anytime for me. Damn. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're on the IR, eh? Yeah? Just... yeah? It took me a minute to get back, but I, I did get back, yeah. Good to hear. Thank God. Well, what would this podcast would be without you? So, you know, all the listeners would have no one to camaraderie with during the week. But That's right. uh, no, just to your point, we'll be back Friday, so we'll be you know we'll be doing probably Hamlin Saturday morning. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm trying to. Oh, there's a bowling tournament tomorrow, so hopefully we, we make some money doing that. And uh, the we'll turkey bowl, there. if you will. <clears throat> yeah, a little turkey. So. Yeah, I'm actually playing but, uh, uh, progression for the first time on Saturday. Hit the sand nice. for the first time in about mm, seven weeks. So well, they fun. play on Sundays. You should join them sometime. I think there's like a group of four of them that go. I think Callie and Amy and a couple others. It's so. girls only, bro. It's girls only. Oh, is it? No, okay. No, no. Well, I don't ask who goes. I, I just, I've gotten asked sometimes. I haven't been asked yet this year. I will start going out there occasionally. Somebody asked me to play at Downers on Sunday. I was in KC, and that was at the time before I knew my window was broken. But I get to play on the weekends here and there. I'll get back into shape. I'm, you know. I'm, I'm my nice uh, rotund self, but I'll get back there. So. Yeah, we're gonna start running together. We're gonna start like running. Together right. We should do places. some training yeah, videos. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, follow us at po- uh, Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast yeah. on Instagram. Follow me at Wegspo on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can check me out on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, we are the Side Action Podcast. Allow us to be the first to wish everybody a. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll be the last ones to wish you Happy Thanksgiving next week, so look forward to that as well. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take care. <laughs> That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5 and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.org. License under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0. CreativeCommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.